know if this is exactly episode 28, but it is going to be the Big South Conference Tournament Part A edition, Part A of the Bearded Car Cast. He is Dave Friedman. I am Mike Pacheco. So what we're going to do is we're going to, I don't know, maybe five or ten minutes uh, after each game, as long as we're here. Uh, we'll have a little bit of fun with it. and uh, Maybe so we'll, we'll jump in before a game and do a preview just as time, as time allows yeah. itself. But yeah. we're, we're sitting courtside after Winthrop's quarterfinal win in the Big South Tournament. 106-70 to 70 over Upstate was the final score advancing to tomorrow's semifinal at 6 o'clock. And we're not going to get too X's and O-E on you, but the offense was incredible. Winthrop was uh, unbelievable. They had 10 first-half threes. They had 16 total for the game. Uh, which set a school record for tournament three-pointers in a game. And they also set the record with 106 points. Up and down the lineup, everybody contributed. It was it was fun. It was the, clicking on all cylinders. You know, as we tape this, we don't know who Winthrop's going to play. but And they're not going to shoot like that the whole tournament. But they're going to have to rely on doing a bunch of different things. But it was it was spectacular. Josh Ferguson, you know, we said this last night at dinner with our good friends, John, the John and Linda Godbold. And I said I thought Josh Ferguson was going to be a key. He had a big three early on. That set the tone. In fact, it was the first bucket of the game. Set the tone, and he had a double-double, which is not, not arguably. It is his best performance in a Big South Conference tournament game for the Eagles. Winthrop just obliterated Upstate on the glass, plus 22. But we had some fun. We did have a lot of fun with the broadcast. So if you're not familiar with it, if you're not familiar with the broadcast, yeah. it's your normal play-by-play. -play. And if the game is tight, we're talking about foul trouble and yeah. should you foul up three and all that sort of thing. But this game was not close, and it wasn't close most of the way. And when you are given an opportunity to have, have some fun, fun. Yeah. this is entertainment. This is the entertainment business. And Well, I got a little out of control, I think, with one of the What? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll let you decide. What do you mean? We'll let the people decide. We'll play it. Up top, Russell Jones using a Ferguson pick moving right. Ferguson pops out and gets it. Gonna fire a three. Got it! And Josh Ferguson has three first half threes. 22 to 15 Winthrop. Call the Farallon Volunteer Fire Department. He is on fire! I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so when I went to Syracuse, and Syracuse won the national championship my senior year in 2003. I broadcast the games for the college station, WAER, the station that Bob Costas went to and Marv Albert was yeah. at. And at that time, the commercial voice of the Orange was a guy named Mark Johnson. Great set of pipes. Mark Johnson is now at the University of Colorado. And Mark is a unique voice. He is a deep-hyped guy, and I don't think we would say he is out of his element going a step overboard. Well, that's what he does. I mean, that's that's his, I don't want to say shtick. That's not the right word, but that's, uh, persona is probably the better way. Like, his persona is, I mean, he's got a deep voice. He's got a big personality, and he lets it out there. And it's, it's I tell you, it's contagious because if you start doing it, because we were just kind of having fun with it. In the DA show, Dana yeah, Mandelara, uh, Dave's buddy Dave Mandelara does a, a morning show on CBS Radio. He does a segment where he, he compares Mark Johnson with, what's the guy's name? From Gary Gerald, the voice yeah. of the Kings. He's and been around forever and ever. Silky smooth and just, you know, great. So it, it's just fun to contrast. So then, you know, if drive, you start imitating Mark Johnson, you can't it's stop. very difficult yeah. to it's stop. It's like eating a potato chip. You have one and you eat the whole bag. Right. So yesterday we were running around the New River Valley doing some social digital media stuff and we were driving and you looked out the window and you saw... <laughs> 
the Fairlawn Volunteer Fire Department. <laughs> so, of course, we stopped to take a picture of it so we would remember the name of the uh, the thing. And, and we knew we had to get it in early because, like, in a late, you know, if it got to be, you know, we didn't know what the game was going to be like, you know. Um, you know, obviously, Upstate thought it was going to be a close game. We, you know, you never know. I mean, you could. But be that's not all. There's more. Mike did a second <laughs> Mark Johnson on the air. Sunik drives, burns on the baseline, and up fake, a drive, a floater, no good. Rebound loose, stick back. Yes, Michael Anumbo. He tucked his way in there. I mean, he was like Mike Tyson in there throwing elbows. It's a joke on the glass. Winthrop has a 13-4 rebounding edge. <laughs> the first one, I lost it. I yeah, mean, the next forty-five no, the next, minutes yeah, was like play-by-play yeah. play and yeah. giggling. We got to, you got to, we got to. Are we going to add that on? Or no, I don't. I mean, we don't. We, we don't need to do we that. We hear us Trust giggling us. on the yeah, podcast yeah. all the time. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, it it, it was fun, and the, the game was a terrific show of offense. And now you look forward to the semifinals against either Gardner Webb, who Winthrop played a triple overtime game against were very honestly lucky to win and then lost to on the road or Asheville who plays a thousand miles per hour and tries to turn you over either would be really exciting games but I was thinking about this as we were arriving at the arena around 9 a.m. this morning this is what it's all about. Yeah. This is why I don't like college football and I do like college basketball. And we've talked about this ad nauseum on the podcast. There is no conference tournament for the little guys right. in college football. Right. You don't have the App States of the world, the Winthrop's of the world, the Gardner Webb's of the world. They're not able to play in, hey, if Winthrop wins three games, they're going to play Duke or Villanova, or Kansas, or Baylor, or Gonzaga on national TV in the national tournament. You just don't get that in college football. Like, this tournament, wherever it is held, whoever is hosting it, whoever wins it, the urgency that the teams yeah. play with, yeah. the importance that the fans take out of it. Yeah, we, we played a noon game today, and there were... I don't know, 600 people in the seats? Yeah. And it wasn't on national TV or anything like that. But if you win, you're one step closer to big time. I emailed Jim Nance earlier this week. He emailed Name back. Dropper. Name dropper. He emailed back and said, Dave, I think there's a pretty good likelihood that my team will be in the Greensboro region. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if you guys made it? Yeah. I mean, th there's no other... Right. Parallel right. for no, that. No, there's no like, other like, parallel. Like no. one day you're playing USC Upstate in an 800-seat gym with no one, no one's paying any attention. And two weeks later, you can be playing North Carolina or Duke or UCLA right. on national TV. But college basketball is more like the American dream. I mean, if you work hard enough, you recruit well enough, you get a little bit of luck, you can earn your way into a spot into the national championship yeah, maybe, you know, maybe not the Final Four of the championship game, but you can get to a Sweet 16. You know, maybe you get to an Elite Eight. You know, in college football, you know, it's blue bloods. I mean, it's, right. it's more, um, you know, I don't want to say medieval, but it's more like, and the NBA, like schools are fiefdoms. You know what I mean? The NBA is professional. So you eliminate the environment. You don't have the cheerleaders. Yeah. You don't have the alumni. You don't have the bands. And that's fine. The quality of basketball is superb. But then they play 
82 regular season games. You knew before the year started the Clippers were going to be good, the Lakers were going to be good, the Bucks Celtics. have maybe the best player in the world, Celtics are going to be good. It's all predetermined to a degree. You're playing 82 games for seeding or, or yeah. whatever, and, and then you play in the playoffs, and each series is seven games, and it's drawn out. I just think the beauty of college basketball is we're going to find out this weekend whether this is a season and this is a team that we remember forever or in 40 minutes tomorrow night it can all be over and everyone threw their best punch and had a good time and go back and try to do better next time. Well, it's the highs and the lows, right? And it's the... Uh, what was the ABC Wide World of Sports? You know, I mean, thrill the, of victory, the, the, and the agony, agony of thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. I mean, it's it's all wrapped up in a in a two hour window. It's it's amazing. It's fun. That's what makes the tournament fun. And, and you know, the coaching staff's gonna watch the second game and go back and watch film. And we're gonna do the same thing. We're gonna bang out the analytics and the numbers and the storylines all night tonight and on Monday. From Sunday night until Monday, if Winthrop reaches the championship game, I'm going to sleep for about 14 hours. <laughs> but that's great because you put everything yeah. into right. it to try to put entertainment together, to try to portray the story, to tell what's going on. If you don't get into this, if you don't get excited and jacked up for it, whether you're a coach, a player, a broadcaster, an administrator, you're in the wrong business. Totally in the wrong business. And this is really, uh, it's really exciting. It's a great time of year. Hopefully... We'll, uh, we'll have more of a story to tell throughout the weekend. That's it. We'll talk to you tomorrow.